Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place to have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your hosts. I am Pastor David. We got James. Hey. hey. Pastor Caesar. Hey. Welcome back, guys. Y'all weren't here last week, but mm-hmm. we're riding solo, but it's good to have you back here. Just a few more days until Christmas is coming, and here we are. Here we are. How you guys been doing? Good. It's Super busy right now. It's the uh, that time of the year where uh, everybody's graduating. So mm-hmm. those people, so congratulations, Tara. Yeah. Yes, it's just worse to m- miss all the, the graduates the, out there. The voice of the Refuge Project, uh-huh. Miss Tara Nissen. Congratulations. Yeah, man. I uh, I've been having a crazy weekend, partially because of that stuff. Going yeah. to her graduation. My grandpa just had his birthday party, the Monument Inn, which, yeah, claps for him. 80, yeah. 80 years old. Ron, uh-huh. 80 years old. How'd and the concert go? Yeah, that show. Mm-hmm. I was telling David earlier it was kind of crazy and disorganized, but overall it was good. It was a win. It was a win. For sure, but it was definitely a long, tiring day. It was day. a long win. How, how many pe- win. how many people were at that show? Uh, it was probably like 70, 200 or so. Mm, but, nice. you know, circling in and out, sometimes yeah. it'd be less, sometimes. Nice. But, yeah. They had this private event there before the show started, so a lot of them hung around from that. It was like one of those fancy business corporate things. Everybody's all dressed up in their fancy business attire, mingling for their, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> one of those cha, cha, cha. Yeah, Sandra, yeah, Sandra went to one of those one time, and uh, mm-hmm. she was working at this place, and... It's back in my days before I got saved, and before I know it, I was into my undershirt and swinging my other shirt above my head. And, yeah. and a mixer? Yeah, it was. <laughs> They're all mingling, yeah. and David's in the back. Just no, I wasn't the only the one. There, there was a few other shirts going, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad, man. Y'all ready for the holidays? Not yet. No. <laughs> I'm getting there. Bro, I got home today. And uh, Amazon had just showed up, and Noah was just like, oh, my gosh, there's so many boxes. <laughs> it looks like he dumped the whole truck on my, my It looks porch. like Amazon crashed into your living room. That's what it looks like. Amazon <laughs> truck just, we'll just leave it here. Yeah, so between us and my parents in the back, you know, we just, I mean, they, today was the day where mm-hmm. he earned his money in our house for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I still got to order all the stuff I'm going to do. You better hurry I because know. shipping is tough right now. I know. Mm-hmm. Tara wants like these specific ceramic stuff that mm-hmm. I don't know what she's talking about. Do they sell like, them on Amazon? Yeah. And I said, but you got to show me because I do not, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll totally get it, but you got to tell me what to get. But she still hasn't told me, so. Sandra, I, I can't tell Sandra. I said, listen, I need, a, I need a list. Like, give me a list. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is, she was just like, no, I'm not getting you a list. You need to be creative. Because what, what she does is she'll give me a list, and I'll just buy the whole list. Mm-hmm. You know? And she was just, don't be, don't be buying the whole list. This is just so I don't know what it is. I'm just like, well, it's my time of year to spoil her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and this is tough because... We're at the point in life where if we want something or need something all year go, round, yeah, just yeah. go get it. And it's, it's not one of those things where, so when it's time for this, you were just like, oh man, I don't know. What just a horrible like, husband getting I, her exactly what she wants. Everything, right? <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's the same thing over here. My, you know, my wife doesn't like surprises. So, it gifts, flowers, 
she'll just look at me and say, well, why'd you spend that much money on flowers? Yeah. She's like, she bought a pizza and brought that home. <laughs> you got to go pick those flowers, dude. No, no. Yeah, she she hates flowers. She hates flowers. Oh, well, then why do you keep buying her flowers? I don't dude? buy her flowers. No, <laughs> money I buy her pizza. Slow <laughs> uh, that, well, That's awesome. You know, Sandra... Sandra's not in with flowers like maybe once or twice a year she's you know she'll like them or whatever but if I brought them home all the time she would be the same way just like man yeah. chill out on the flowers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. flowers are expensive oh stupid That's expensive what I'm saying you gotta go pick them dude pick them <laughs> mm-hmm. where do you pick flowers at um, sounds, sounds illegal we've picked them at that oh, dude I still don't know the name of the place there's a nature place down here. I told you I rode my bike at. That sounds so illegal. <laughs> that sounds you know this sounds at a weird. nature place. It's right off the side of the freeway. <laughs> and, uh, here you I go, can't baby. Think of the name of it, man. It's it's down I ten towards Be- Beaumont, like oh, right at yeah, like by yeah, the yeah. Trinity River. Yeah. And there's anyway, I'll pick some flowers in there before mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, here. brother David Billings. He goes down there and yeah, he, she saw the bird photos there. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. wish I could remember the name of it. Yeah, well, that is quite bohemian of you. Yeah, man. It's it sounds like it, but, but it, no, Anna, it's because Anna it's Wack, cheap. Uh, Anawak <laughs> Nature Center or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, reserve or something. Anyways, yeah, well, awesome, man. I'm glad. I'm, we're almost there. We're, like, so close to being ready for Christmas. I make I have, like, a handful of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we'll, then we'll be ready. We'll mm-hmm. definitely be ready. All right, well, let's just jump right into... Jingle bells, Batman <laughs> smells. Almost went in on them last week, Pastor. You've been proud of me. About almost to. going in. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to, but I never got there. <laughs> never got there. James, what do you got for us today? So I stumbled across this article and uh, animals. It's, no, it's no animals, Man, but it's about the restaurant life. So I figured okay. I might as well bring it in. So. This chick, um, it's like a week ago, yeah, um, at this restaurant in Arkansas, these two girls waited a big party of um, 44 people, so it was like a big event thing, and they served them, and um, the people that were being served at the event there, they all decided to tip the two servers uh, 100 bucks each, because it says in here... COVID stuff. No, you had a tough time, blah, blah, blah. Y'all did great. So they all decided to give her a hundred. So anyway, so the girl gets tipped $4,400 for the night. Wow. Yeah. So she's all excited, you know, and then, um, but then her manager tells her, no, 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 you got to give us that money and we're going to keep, we're going to spread it out. You can keep 20%. And obviously the girl was very upset when she was like, this has never been how we handled this. She says she's been there for three and a half years. Uh, she's like, they've never done anything like this before. So anyway, so she was pretty upset about it. And then one of the people that was at the uh, the party being served found out about it the next day. And so she called the store and was like chewing them out. was like, hey, you need to give them that money. We gave it to them. Da, 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 da. So the manager ends up giving the money back to her. But she gets fired the next day. Oh, yeah. So and then um, when they like called him out about it, she. He, uh, so the news station called the restaurant and was like, what's the deal with this? So they say it was a unrelated events, yeah. uh, according to our handbook. Duh, duh, duh. But anyway, 
the chick got fired, <laughs> and uh, she didn't get the job back. She'd been there for three and a half years. Wow. Well, at least she had some money to, to live on for a minute. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. What's the biggest tip you've ever had? Uh, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. No, yeah, two, three hundred bucks. Was that on like a really large table, or yeah. that was just like somebody being super generous? Um, I've had a couple of just really generous people, like fifty bucks, a hundred bucks. I've had a handful of those, and then I've had maybe two or three where it's like you serve uh, like forty people or something stupid like that, and you get a few hundred bucks out of it. So, how often when you add tax on their on the, uh, on the uh, what you call it? Not tax, but uh, tip. Gratuity. Yeah, well, gratuity, when you add it on a big party, how often do people actually write in more? What do you mean? You mean like tip more than... You know, if you have a big party that added to your bill already, the gratuity? Oh, yeah, they don't do that at our store. I'm sorry. Okay. Why, yeah, they never like automated, automatically mm-hmm. add it on. Okay. If you do like a catering event, like if you hire gringos to come to your office and set up stuff, then they have... I don't remember what it is. It's a small, like, service fee. Right, right. But the servers don't even get that. It goes, like, I guess to pay for gas and stuff. But if you're, if I was a server that was on one of those catering things, then you get paid more hourly, um, and then you still get whatever they tip you. Right. But some of those place, some of those restaurants, you can't even add the gratuity, and yeah. you can't even add any more in. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, I would have gave the server more. Yeah. If there was a place, because that's I, you know, I normally tip more than yeah. you know the average eighteen twenty percent. Yeah. So and and I normally don't carry cash. Well, the 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 tip it customarily used to be given before mm-hmm. the meal was even served. Uh, it, it's it's an acronym mm-hmm. for uh, to ensure performance yeah. or or to ensure perfect service or something like that. And so whenever it was given, it was. This is this is why we're gonna give it up front because this is what we expect. So uh, you know, I've, I've heard stories where people just go and put stacks of money right there. You know, you know they put the tip there, you just take and then you see as, as you know the service is <laughs> like, man, you suck. You know, there no, you go. But, but, yeah, tip's empty. <laughs> yeah, take another dollar away. Yeah. Now I can see where a restaurant would, you know, if it. If it's just a regular table, six people, eight people, whatever. Yeah, divvy up the tip and stuff. But whenever it's that, I mean, that's like catering yeah. a party. That's 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 a lot of people. I'm yeah. sure that store was just uh, hit hard, just like all the other restaurants. And he was just like, oh, here's a good excuse for me to make up some of that money I've been losing. What kind of food was it? Uh, I don't think it's Chinese that. food. No, it wasn't Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> the name of it, the place. That was, wasn't a racial thing either. Uh, was just, it? No, 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 that wasn't. Just Chinese food's gross. That's the place is called thinking. Oven and Tap. So I'm guessing some tap is referring to like beers, beer, ovens. Yeah. No, it's probably like a steakhouse. A lot of bearded of. people smelling it's like It's in bur- Arkansas. Burlap. It's Arkansas uh, food, y'all. You smelling know, like it's probably burlap. some really soft food because they don't have very many teeth. <laughs> Ew. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Bunch of plaid wearing. <laughs> but go ahead. Say what you got to say, dude. Pastor Caesar, what, what you got for us? What kind of story you got before you keep going? And get, get us canceled. Boys trailing. I don't like the refuge party. They're always talking about Chinese people and bearded people. <laughs> anyway, so my story actually has to deal with uh, Rodeo Houston 2022. Okay. So, right. uh, yeah. Do they have case, a date on that yet? Um, yeah, it's usually always around. What in, when is it's this? Like, 
In March, in March uh, February 28th to March 20th. Okay. And this year it falls uh, on the 90th anniversary of the Houston Livestock Show uh, and Rodeo. And okay. I think the big headliner is going to be George Strait again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then just kind of unrelated to this story, but I guess related to the story somehow is that uh, Vicente Fernandez died uh, a couple days ago. So at oh. the time, uh, it. Gigantic international uh, Mexican singer. Okay. Whenever you think of singers in Mexico, there's none bigger. Selena? No. Oh. She was not Mexican. Well, she was whoa, Mexican. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, whoa, whoa. She was very te- Mexican. Tex-Mex. But anyway, uh, this story focuses in on some of the acts that they're going to bring as well. And uh, this year, first ever Christian act is going to be brought to rodeo houston they haven't said who that is so my question to you guys is what kind of act do, would they have to bring in to bring in the people it have to be a huge one it'd be like a like a mercy me it, jeremy it, it's Cam. a stadium band i mean like stadium i saw them at toyota center who's though. big right now i don't think jeremy Cam oh, can, know, can put a, seventy thousand no, people no i don't think so no, either, no, it's but. gonna have to be a crossover like a uh Tori Kelly or whatever, somebody like uh, that, yeah. uh, somebody like that. I mean, like um, a pop, a pop. It's just gonna be Bieber, uh, but uh, like uh, gonna uh, be under the Christian. Kanye West, Skinny Adele. Um, yeah. What's her name? Uh, skinny Adele. Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. Is skinny yeah. Now. Well, yeah. she is skinny. So yeah. it's just Adele. Skinnier Adele. Yeah. Christian version of Adele. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> controversial, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have to be somebody like that. Somebody that the secular side knows, and then also is a. "Quote unquote Christian, yeah, Christian that does music. Yeah, it won't be like a Christian artist. It will just be an artist who's a Christian, formerly known as Christian. Because who would? Yeah, they're like who would they get? I don't think they could get anybody who's like playing on KSBJ to fill up Reliance Stadium. Not, 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 no." He's not a disappointed huh, if, if you're out there The Refuge Project You're listening Drop it in the <laughs> comments Who you yeah. think uh, Would be on yeah, that lineup I, I think uh, You know if you're, if you're going for the You know Gigantic stadium bands I mean Hillsong They can pack They can pack it in pretty well Yeah um, Maybe one or, or Elevation Or something like that One of the big worship bands Might be able to do it Yeah uh, or, or Like a passion Kind of thing yeah. as well Where they have um, Crowder And Christian Stanfill And all them maybe with a crossover artist. I yeah. don't. I don't know. That's um, maybe what's the what's the the gyro guy, uh, Chandler Moore. Oh, yeah. What's his mm-hmm. man? What's the Maverick man? City? Maverick it's City. a collective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something like that. Dude, if Hillsong can't do it, like who can? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And then also, it's like you know, you kind of you might want to. I mean, I don't know if you'd want to, but you know, bring some some of those old geriatric bands. You know, uh, what's her face, Natalie, whatever. Natalie Cole No Grant Grant oh, Amy, yeah, Grant. Yeah. Amy Grant Amy Grant Natty Grant <laughs> Amy Grant Isn't she like married to some country singer or something now? Um, the dude that plays guitar um, Yeah, country mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know um, Y'all are out of my life uh, I don't know But it should be interesting I know a couple years ago They brought in a K-pop for the first time And that, that was like nuts And they said that they had a, dude, a great crowd It'll be like Hillsong featuring Bieber Featuring Kanye Come out rap a verse Kanye could definitely yeah, I, I, think, I think he'd break records if uh-huh. it was Kanye Yeah Very interesting hmm. Kanye at the rodeo, dude 
I listened to uh, I listened to Bieber do some worship on uh, it was actually with Chandler Moore. I, mm. I don't know if you've seen that stuff. I saw that one, yeah. and it was really good. Well, he's mm. a, he's a good singer. Oh yeah, he's an amazing singer. Uh, it was him, uh, Tori Kelly, Chandler Moore, and I forgot the pastor that was doing it, but uh, uh, the the white pastor had some big dorky glasses. All of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't narrow it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a quick one. Uh, just I just seen it on the news real quick. Uh, the fifty foot tree out in front of Fox News Studio. Oh, yeah. Somebody caught it on fire and mm-hmm. burned it down. Yeah, I heard that yeah. was the extent of what I. Yeah, heard that's about. that's all I got. Oh, too, so. man. I was excited to hear the details. It was just like a, I think it was a homeless guy. They found him with a lighter. At oh, this okay. point, they didn't know if he, he had like any like gasoline or anything like that, but. Obviously, it was... Uh, was it Jesse Smollett? <laughs> was it? <laughs> oh. uh, so, Hart, he found guilty, right? He was found yeah. guilty? I don't think anybody denied it after those facts came out. Everybody was like, man, yeah. I don't know. Man, the Black man. Lives Matter people were still supporting I'm them. sure they were. They were, man. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Which is kind of crazy. Anyways, Black Lives do Matter. They do? Of course. I'm sure they do. Um... All right, well, moving you know. on. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, it wouldn't be a Christmas unless there was Christmas presents, right? Oh, oh man. So I got y'all something. Uh, he did this before, too. I know, and, he, and then I felt like a jerk afterwards. No, sorry, y'all don't have to buy me nothing. I, I'm, I'm really the guy that doesn't like presents that's what they all say the guy that uh, has an Amazon uh, fulfillment center and I guarantee you none of those presents are mine I guarantee well I sent the kids and I made them spend $20 this is a secret so y'all don't tell Sandra we make them spend $10 each on each one of us. So that's so I get a twenty dollar present and then she gets a twenty dollar. But I always slide them an extra hundred for mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So they get a hundred and twenty dollar for mama and they spend give me a twenty dollar gift. Yeah, but you know. Doesn't Sandra that. listen to the podcast? No, <laughs> never. <laughs> She's never listened to one no. unless it was uh Pastor Ron. She listened to a couple of Pastor Ron. <laughs> All right. So I got this one for uh Pastor Caesar. Y'all just let them know what y'all got. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you got! Oh man, I'll go. I'll go first because oh, I, I'm very appreciative of this. It is a 12 <laughs> days of socks, Star Wars Mandalorian edition, Baby Yoda, aka, or his name is actually Grogu. And here we got the Mando right here. Let's see. Yeah, on uh, hold on. Let's oh, see. They got him on the back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dude. <laughs> Man. $20. Made out of baby silkworm. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got some uh, May the Force Be With You. Hey, man. These are sweet. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. And mine are similar, except it's uh, Marvel stuff. So it's 12 Days of Socks. But it's Marvel stuff, so they got Thor, they got uh, um, Captain America, you got uh, Hulk. Yeah, man. That's cool. Nice. I've never had funky socks before. Really? I've never done it. You know how they I say that man. socks is like nobody likes getting pairs of socks? I love getting socks. <laughs> well, there you go. You got 12 days of socks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now I don't have to Merry wash Christmas. socks for 12 days. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I don't wash socks. My I, wife. Uh, yeah. She, she I am, uh, I'm one of those guys that doesn't do laundry until I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's so terrible. No, I got too many shirts, man. Well, I have to, I've got two pairs of work clothes. So every couple days I do them. Yeah. 
Now, you strike me as the kind of guy that likes to fold your clothes really neatly, maybe color coordinate or something. I, in I drawers. am organized, but not like that. I have them like like T-shirts are all on one side of the closet, and then if it's a like a button-ups on the other side, I got a drawer that's all my pants. I got a shorts drawer. They're pretty good fo- folded. I, I'm not that great at folding. I think though. you just said Schwartz. My Schwartz, Schwartz drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I do have them organized, but not, not I'm not that good. My closet is very much organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like you, I got t-shirts on this side, and then I got work, a face in the right way. And then the work, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I got to have a face in the right way, and then the color coordinated, and then the same oh, thing with my. Uh, you kicked it up a notch with the color. Yeah. yeah. So and my then, wife, my drawers are a mess. Mm-hmm. Now my my drawers are organized. Otherwise, I can't fit them all in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My my wife keeps me really organized because if not, I, I honestly would live out of a trash bag. I I lived out of a uh, uh, the the basket forever and ever. No, and that's one. Of, yeah, I always like in the back of my head. I always I always wished I was one of these like well groomed men. Mm-hmm. You Steve know, Quayer. shout out to Steve. Yeah, and some people can do it. You know, shout out David Perez. You know, yeah, David Perez. Uh, you know they can they can do the whole man groom thing and 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 they they can pull it off but me that's one of those things i always wished i could do but man i, I don't have the discipline to do I that i don't either to shave I've like never every wished. day and all Mm-mm. that stuff Mm-mm. every time you get in the shower shave no that's not i do need to trim up my beard i'm getting a little yeah but yeah. I live somewhere in the middle. You do. You do. You're uh you can I've seen you in uh on your more dapper days, mm-hmm. but then I've also seen you whenever you're just kind of real chill. Yeah. I know how to look good. Yeah. I can look good. Very Australian Jesus sometimes. It. Yeah, man. That's it. <laughs> all right, I got a song for you for the Christmas spirit. And a lot of y'all know this, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas. Oh, is you. now we gotta give her royalties. Skinny right there. Uh, that's skinny for Mariah. <laughs> Poor Mariah. <laughs> but she's always that's a been, good well, healthy weight. It, yeah, right that's there. a good healthy weight. When was this? Is was this a new uh, cut of the video or something? Yeah, this is 2019. I'm not for sure when the song came out. 
but it's a lot it's older around, than that. Yeah. So I saw some um, some fun facts about this song. So uh, during the holiday season, so I guess the two months, right? Mm-hmm. She gets six hundred thousand dollars a month off of royalties Ooh, alone bet, from man. this song. Yeah. So every I'll Christmas, every Christmas season, uh, that's what one point two million dollars just oh. in royalties for the song. Dude, so for Christmas, I was telling. I was telling somebody this. Actually, I think I told you this at some point too, David. Where uh, so Christmas music in general, I'm pretty indifferent about. Some of them I like, some of them not so much. That's kind of whatever. Ninety four. That sounds right. But uh, I love really, really sad, melancholy, jazzy Christmas music. I love it. My Sadder favorite, the better. My favorite Christmas song is the uh, the one from that the Eagles do that cover of uh, Blue Christmas or something oh, like yeah, that. Blue. Oh no, right, no, no, I mean, no, 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 not Blue Christmas. It's the other one where they uh they're they're talking about I don't know, I'll be home I won't be home for Christmas. I will be home for I don't know what it's about. Speaking of Christmas music, okay, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say but, but you don't like I hate, hate okay. Christmas pop. Mm. But not just any Christmas pop, because that kind of Christmas pop I love. Yeah, but she has the biggest like Biggest what? <laughs> I mean, she has the the best of the best behind her. But what I hate is like if you take a cr- traditional Christmas song and like throw a beat on it, put and some, some auto tune Neo harmonies. on it, and let Neo do a remix of a Christmas song I or something. Hate <laughs> that stuff. It's like offensive to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, since we're talking about Christmas music, mm-hmm. I pulled eight Christmas songs. And we're going to tournament style this thing and see what wins at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay? I got We're going head to head on some of these, and then they're going to go through the bat bracket. One more fun fact about that song, Mariah Carey song, that um, in that song, they only do the chorus one time. Really? Go back and listen to it. Yeah. So the rest of it is Well, what would you say is the chorus is? Like they got four bridges and then one course. No, all I, all I want for Christmas is you. Baby, all I want for Christmas. It's only say it one time. Really? Are you sure they don't say it at the very beginning? And then didn't they just say it one time there? They did say it there. She did the whole verse. I don't want a lot for Christmas. And, and the the structure of that song is not is not in the typical pop format. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so palatable. It's it's written like a uh, I don't know. <laughs> so not pop. I have to go back and listen yeah, to it. Go back and listen yeah. to it. Everybody, go back and listen to that song. She needs more downloads yeah. so she can make more money. Yeah. She needs more than six hundred thousand dollars this Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> All right, here we go. We got eight songs. These are the eight songs. These are kind of like the the songs that I like. Mm. I don't know, I guess, because that's the ones I picked, right? So we have uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. These are all classics, too. I didn't bring any of the the pop stuff like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Silent Night, Jingle Bells, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, uh, The First Noel, Baby It's Cold Outside, and The Christmas Song, which a lot of people know as Chestnuts Roasting Mm -hmm. on Open Fire. Okay? So round one, Santa Claus is Coming to Town against Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I vote for Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Which version of it? The classic version. You know, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. If it was the Bruce Springsteen version, yeah, I mean, I'd vote for it. I mean, if Not even because I really like that version. It just cracks me up. Speaking about things that you hate. <laughs> 
No, the classic Santa Claus that you grew up with. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go. What was rocket? What was the rocket, rocket around the Christmas tree? I gotta pick that one. Okay. I so hate Bruce Springsteen <laughs> music. <laughs> I just love how he sounds like older than death on there. Just. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go rocket, oh, rocking around the Christmas tree. Rocking, okay, rocking one, man. Okay. Yeah, the saxophone solo. I mean, there's just nothing better. Bruce. Okay, there we go. So this is the, this is the super classic. So this one's gonna hurt. Like one of these maybe should have made it to the semifinals, finals for sure. Mm. But this one's Silent Night versus Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. I hate Silent Night. Man, that's like a super spiritual song too. Isn't yeah, it? hate it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all. I, I've, I've also noticed I put a lot of thought into Christmas music. If you haven't noticed, I'm, yeah. I also really hate the ones I really, really don't like that are traditional ones. Are the ones that are really repetitive and the thing they're repeating. I don't find interesting. Jingle bells. So yeah, but it's a little more fun than yeah. Silent Night, which is da 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 da. The whole that's the whole song. Yeah, for a musician like you and that writes music and stuff, that I could see where some of these. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Silent Night lyrically is beautiful. Yeah, it is. Jingle I Bells mean, a good time, dude. But I'm going Jingle Bells. I, I, you well, know, I'll go against the current. I'll go against the current. All right, so well, Silent Night. Jingle Bells wins. All right. This is my favorite because my grandmother hated it. Grandma got <laughs> ran over by a reindeer. She absolutely hated the song. So we sang it to her all the time. Yeah, of course. Yep. Naturally. Versus First Noel. Uh, Grandma got ran Grandma. over. Grandma. Grandma for sure, right? Also don't like the First Noel. Okay. And this is another good one that uh, Mariah Carey uh, covered was Baby It's Cold Outside. Uh-huh. Versus chestnuts roasting on the oh, open fire. Dang, you put some good ones together on yeah. that one. Yeah. Chestnuts roasting on go, an open I'm fire. I'm going to do the Christmas song. Christmas song? That's so, the one. So there was this joke with this guy had this parrot, and he and he was doing these tricks with the parrot. And, and uh, so he, he got this lighter, and he held it under the... The parrot's left foot, mm-hmm. and the parrot started singing, Jingle bells, jingle bells. And then the, that, the guy was like, oh, man, that's cool. What else could it sing? He hauled it up to his right foot. He was just like, you know, a silent night. And he goes, watch this. He put it right in the middle. Chestnuts roasting on over fire. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's a dad joke. Merry Christmas. Where's the... Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> or chestnuts. The chestnuts, the Christmas song. That's the one I'm going for. All right. I can't. The chestnuts. All right, me too. I like Baby It's Cold Outside, but. What when was it? Was it last year that that song was like super controversial? Because yeah. it was like, hey, you know, he's trying to date rape or whatever. I get it, but I like that song. Okay, here we go. Round two. Round two, rocking around the Christmas tree against Jingle Bells. Oh, rocking around the rocking around tree. the Christmas Man, tree. Man, I, I would have been Jingle Bells, but rocking. All right, Grandma versus Chestnuts. Oh, Chestnuts for sure. Chestnuts. Oh man. All right, rocking around the Christmas tree or Chestnuts? Oh, dude, Christmas song, Chestnuts. Folks, yeah. show. That's my vote. Chestnuts going on in this room. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'll be the tiebreaker. Go ahead. If there needs to be one. You know what? For dramatic effect, oh. I, I, I'll go opposite. 
right, so you're going rocking around the rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, Let me tell you why real quick, because this is interesting. Okay. Well, it's not. It, it's only interesting to me. That. It's only interesting to me and my mom. <laughs> That's it. Nobody else. But whenever I was in elementary school, we did that song as as a choir, a little kid choir, and I was the guy on lead. He was the one getting his feet burnt with the ladder and singing <laughs> I was, songs. I was on lead fake saxophone Whoa. solo. And that was the song. Air, okay. air sacks? No, no, I, I, had, sacks? I had a little plastic sack okay, and my okay. little hat. Okay. So I, that's what it, I hold that song real near and dear. Okay. I like the other one because my grandpa always sings that one. Your grandpa. And also, it's one of those really sad sounded ones. Yeah, plus it's got a good joke attached to it. Yeah, and plus, <laughs> I just heard this fantastic <laughs> joke. That one's mine. Oh, man. Let me go with. Um, well, it's easy for me. I really don't like rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh, so. well, there you go. <laughs> it's chestnuts. The winner for well, one more. We're gonna do Christmas movies. Mm. Okay. Okay. On the Christmas movies, we have The Christmas Story, nineteen eighty-three. Rudolph, nineteen sixty-four. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. National Lampoon's Vacation, nineteen eighty-nine. Doctor Seuss. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966. Good one. Charlie Brown, 1965. Mm. Home Alone, 1990. The Polar Express, 2004. Overrated. And Miracle on 34th Street, 1947 and remade in 1994. Surprise. Oh, classics, right. Yeah. These are the classics, yeah. And there were some more that I wanted to do, but I was just like, we're going to stay with the classics this year. Last year, we went kind of more modern. You know, in my day. Mm-hmm. In my I'm surprised day. White yeah. Christmas wasn't on there. Well, I only wanted to do eight. I didn't want this to be forever and ever. Um, so let's start. Round one. Christmas Story versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudy. All day. I think I'm going to do Rudolph, too. Yeah, that's the classic, man. How could it's you not know? Christmas without a little claymation here and there. <laughs> you know? Rudolph. By All right. Hot cocoa. This is this is uh, this one right here is a little bit different, right? Because you have National Lampoon's uh, Christmas versus Doctor Seuss. Yeah, I've never actually seen the uh, National Lampoon's Christmas. Oh, really? I know it's one of those ones I'm supposed to have seen. But. Wow. Um, I've always w- seen it in segments. Yeah. Yeah, this one's kind of yeah. tough for me because uh, it's two different movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really two. It was Doctor Seuss. What? The Grinch? The Grinch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing the Grinch. I 100%. Grinch. All right, let's go Grinch. Grinch it is. And this was a tough one for me. Charlie Brown Christmas, which is a super classic, all the way from 1965, but going against the heavy hitter, Home Alone. Mm. I'm going Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? It's filled. With sad, melancholy Christmas music. <laughs> That's the whole movie, man. I love it so much. You sure are stupid, Charlie yeah, that's, Brown. That's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines ever. You sure are stupid, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like Home Alone, but but Charlie Brown, there's no contest. There's, it's hard, right? Like, Home is Home Alone even a Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. A Christmas. Well, it was for the rest of the family. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> <are. 
Not really for him. Uh, Charlie Brown. Man, Char- that was a tough one. Uh, this one's Polar Express versus Miracle on 34th Street. Way back from 1947 and then remade in I don't even want to pick. I don't I, I care less about both of those. I yeah, I've never seen that classic one. Um I thought Polar Express was overrated though. So I'm gonna go with the one I haven't even seen. Wow, 34th Street. Yeah. I tell you, I would go with Polar Express only because uh we had a really the hot chocolate scene where they dance around. No, no, no. We had a really good experience. And if you haven't done it and if you have kids, it's probably something you really shouldn't do. It's upside outside of Lufkin somewhere. Just look it up, Google it somewhere. Mm. Uh we drove up there. It was uh, really cold. It was a little bit of snow going on. Uh and they had the Polar Express train yeah. that you can get on and uh Grants told me about they that. They come and they give you the bell and all that good yeah. stuff and the kids absolutely love it. There's probably a picture somewhere or the little bell that they gave us and um so it just made the whole whole thing, you know, with a little bit of we had a little mm-hmm. bit of a white Christmas that year, so um I'm gonna go Polar Express just because of that. Polar. Fair enough. Polar, Polar yeah. Polar. All right. Uh, Rudolph against Charlie Brown. Uh, Charlie Brown, dude. I got to go Charlie Brown. No, 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 no. Nope, that's wrong. Did you read it wrong? Yep. Rudolph against National Lampoon's Christmas. Oh, okay, then I'm going with Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. Rudolph wins in that one for sure. And then Charlie Brown against Polar Express. Yeah, Charlie Brown, man. Charlie. Rudolph against Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Oh, yeah, I guess it's... It's too good. It's yeah. too good. Yeah. Hot, it's too good. Yeah. Hockey sticks. Too good. Whenever yeah. she's trying to say hark. Yeah. Hockey Charlie Brown is just amazing. We watch it every year. Yeah. It's the one that you have to watch it every year. And it, like, it legit... Shares the Christmas message. Mm-hmm. It talks about Jesus and the, oh, yeah. and the manger and all that stuff. Yeah, blanket boy goes out there, <laughs> says it all. Yeah, I and it doesn't. Uh, if it it lasts the last time, right? It, you know, you mm-hmm. see it every year, and it's just like, nah, oh man, we got to watch Charlie Brown. No, it's gym. good. Holds up. Yeah, it holds up. The I little, love cartoons. The tree. Yeah, the little tree. I love how cartoons have a like the best cartoons. They all all the characters like have a thing. That makes them the thing. So you have like the blanket kid, and then you have like the kid who plays the piano all the, the time. The stinky, stinky one. one. Yeah, pig pen. He just. Oh, I have one of every one of those that, kids. Man. I have one of every one of those kids. <laughs> Which, like in real life, if any of those kids existed, they'd pretty much all get beat up. Yeah. But in that's why they all hang out together. Yeah. You know, they're all misfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Snoopy, I mean, world's coolest dog. Yeah, yeah. Actually, in that show, only Charlie Brown is the misfit. All the misfits are always making fun of Charlie Brown, and he's kind of cool. I always thought Charlie was cool. Yeah. And then it was always taking the football away from him, mm-hmm. and slipping in the mud. And- mm-hmm. You sure are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> was it Lucy? Was Lucy the bully? Yeah, Lucy was the bully. Lucy sure, sure the bully, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And Woodstock, just yeah, straight up chilling. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. The good old days. <laughs> when you could bully somebody and not go to jail for it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I'm not pro bully. I, I am. I am. I am. I am <laughs> it pro depends bully. on if you're friends or not. I think. I think at a, at a certain level, like I mean, we got we get we went way way too far when we started bullying with guns and, and knives and stuff. <laughs> but a little bit of bully, man, bullying. That's not bullying. That's, cri- that's, a, that's a criminal act. <laughs> that's that's breaking the law. A little bit of bullying 
from work. Toughens you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the whole big brother, little brother thing. But I'm not going to be like pro bullying. No, I mean, that's like going to be way too much. You can't be, the, you know, you can't say, yeah, I like bullying. Yeah. But. I'm not pro bully, but I'm not anti bully. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think you got to deal with it, but uh, I can't be like support the bullies. <laughs> no, I just think if you're getting bullied at school, that like your parents can't just run up there and just try to defend you. You know, I yeah. think you just have to figure it oh, out. Oh, no, you get bullied even more. Yeah, you got to figure it out. You got to yeah. push back. Uh, just a quick little story on bullying. Um, my my uh, grandson, he's like four, and uh, this little bully was trying to bully him around the mm. in the cafeteria. And, Homie caught one to the eye, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh. And uh, so his dad called me. He was just like, Josh, punch somebody in the eye. And I'm just like, well, did he win? Yeah. Did, he, did the kid deserve it? Yeah, yeah did he deserve yeah. it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's the second question I asked. Did he deserve <laughs> it? <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, the, the kid was acting a fool. And then, you know, little Josh said he was like, he had done it for mm-hmm. several days in a row. And then. Yeah. You know, I'm sure my Josh told him if he does it again, punch him in his yeah, eye because yeah, that's yeah. who Josh is. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he caught one to the eye and got sent home for the rest of the I'll day. I'll definitely bully my friends. If we're actually friends, I'll I'll mess with you. That's a, a dude thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. That's why we got Chevo around. Shout yeah. out to Chevo, man. Yeah. I know we 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 mess with Chevo, but <laughs> shout out to Chevo. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what's the hot gift this year? Y'all know what the hot gift is? Is it a PS whatever? Inflation. PS10? <laughs> yeah, it's inflation. Gas prices. <laughs> um, you get inflation. You get yeah, everybody inflation. Gets inflation. Everybody gets inflation. There's no inflation. Just ask Brandon. <laughs> Let's go. What? I think uh, the thing that my kids wanted, and I've heard a lot of people, even from adults all the way down to kids, is the uh, Oculus. Oh, the Oculus Two, yeah. The Oculus Two, yeah. It's uh, yeah. what is it? It's 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 VR, virtual reality. So yeah. it's uh, different from AR, which is augmented reality. Oh, I thought it was a done. <laughs> That's the only AR I have. <laughs> there we go. That that's where that would have worked actually. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. These last few years, I've just kind of been really out of touch with stuff. So if uh, somebody has a uh, a four or five year old, um, what's Theo like? He- you know, he, he's. St- I don't. Man, my son is really weird, in the best kind of way. Um, but he's like, he likes like wireless microphones and yeah, that's and, what I'm talking and about. speakers. He's yeah. got he's got so many speakers and like and they're not toy speakers, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. He's got like, like DJ quality speakers, yeah, it you know. Like my Christmas thing. and yeah. uh, and uh, I like this dude already. And, and lights, not not like these little like uh, uh, play flashlights with Mickey Mouse on them. This boy has got you know American DJ light mm-hmm. bars. Because he likes them, and y'all yeah. said I was bougie. Mm. <laughs> I don't buy it for him. That's a, that's grandpa and grandma. You know, they, <laughs> they they just buy that for him. But he is, uh, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he messes with like Sesame Street and Elmo. So he's gonna be that. a DJ Tommy Seven, something like that. I don't know, but you know, this year, this year he's actually getting a, a really nice. Uh, it's, and it's a grown person's keyboard. It's a full sixty-one key keyboard with. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. He's he's got it, man. So but as a musician, um, 
then you want to bring your kid on something, do you push them towards the piano? I haven't pushed them toward anything. Yeah. But if uh, if I, you know, if I did, it would be the piano. Piano is most useful. Yeah, because you can like bounce from like the piano to almost anything that's not a horn. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it seems like you can trans transition to the guitar and the bass a little bit. You better. can transition better. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you know how to play the piano, you don't just know how to play guitar. But right, like, right, right. If you know how to play the piano, you'll know theory and you'll understand mm-hmm. scales and stuff. So right. then you. All of that stuff you won't have to learn on guitar. You'll just have to learn how do I where, where do I put my fingers to yeah, play muscle memory and stuff. And the thing with like horn, and yeah, you already have the finger strength and all that stuff. Horned instruments and those kind of things. You have to develop your embouchure right here. So right. You, that's a, a whole nother thing. But but as even far as then, the theory it, it is would the still same. be yeah, it would still be useful to play the piano first. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great instrument to play because it it really covers the whole sound spectrum as well. Whenever you got your your bass, your mids, your lows, and yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. Interesting. Rhythm, harmony, and all that. by yourself, it's a lot harder to play like drums by yourself and perform something for mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah, but they, they get so much electronic stuff now that yeah. you can, just like you guys yeah, do, that, y'all, y'all figure it out, yeah. too. Y'all make a whole band. I can push yeah. buttons all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, the, as far as the hot item for that age group, they're still just... You know, at least my son anyway, he's just kind of content with anything that makes noise, anything that kind of has a light to it, uh, anything that he can annoy us with. Dude, I get it, man. But it's not, uh, maybe <laughs> next year it'll noise. change to where, oh, you know, one thing that he was he's actually really been eyeing that he can't get till he's 10 years old is a ATV. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to one of those, uh, what was it, like Outdoor heard, World or something. I heard Pastor talking about that. He was super disappointed that he was going to buy my ATV and he couldn't until he was Because <laughs> they're, they're only 10, yeah. it's 10 years and up. Because they go like probably like 20 miles an hour. He's so. got good taste in toys, man. I told him he needs to just buy one of those, the the Hot Wheel ones, mm-hmm. and then we'll stoop it up. Because you can put like yeah, extra batteries true. in those, and they go. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. So, uh, yeah, make that sucker forty-eight volts instead of twelve. It will, <laughs> it will ride out. Mm-hmm. So. so, what do you get somebody that literally has everything they could want? How old are they? An adult. My my age or y'all's age? How close are we? Because it's different, and I just tell you that because um, over the last two years, my I started really feeling like, um, you know, when you when your parents are just like, "Hey, man, just come and hang out. I don't really need anything." Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of where like my no 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 no. I'd rather my kids just come over and sit and talk to me than a present. Well, obviously, but we're talking about being super vain and material right now. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Materialism. That's what I want to know, not the sentimental stuff. If you had good taste in toys like Theo, what what would you get? What's my budget? Um, anything, anything. Under a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. How close? Who is this? Is this like a coworker? Is this a family? No, for yourself. Off? For yourself. Oh, for myself. Oh, for yeah. myself. Yeah. Right now, if I could just go out there and write like five hundred, six hundred dollar check, I would probably do uh, a camera. Camera. I would do a camera right now because I'm kind of building, you know, a new podcast studio and stuff. So I'm collecting a bunch of stuff for that. So mm-hmm. uh, I got the Rebel T3. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would just go something a little bit nicer than that, mm-hmm. or or just maybe spend a little bit more and get a something more pro- prosumer grade. Yeah, or just or just go in on like some really nice glass for that camera. 
Mm-hmm. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. 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 Fun fact about cameras, after 20 megapixels, it is undetectable with the human eye. That's what I was just uh, actually listening to this guy. Shout out to DSLR video or something like that. Uh, YouTube, uh, that YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, subscriber. Yeah, so uh, he was actually saying that. He was, uh, he was like, him, Caesar subscribes. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and give us some really budget uh, cameras that you could use for stuff like that because exactly that. And mm-hmm. So pretty interesting. So that's probably what I would do. Yeah. See, where and. Where I find myself, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm I'm well within a, a decade into my career, so you know, and and so I'm I'm we're pretty established. We're not like you know living high on the hog, but we're we're established. And um, I, I think that I I have pretty much everything that I, I want. But if I had to, if I had that kind of like sign a check or whatever and get that one thing, it would only be an upgraded version of what I already have. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't be like, well, you know, something lavish like, well, I'll go get an, a condo in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not, not, not. I don't know. I might buy a pair of Yeezys. What are those run now? Um, $4,000. No, probably there's... four to four to eight hundred, <clears throat> depending on what you, what you get. But that's not too crazy. Whenever you're talking for about shoes, like that is though, right? To something you're just gonna smash in water and mm-hmm. mud and all that, just walking around the street. That's what you're gonna do with your Yeezys? No, I'm just saying. Like I don't wear you shoes. You just spend like five hundred bucks on those shoes. I know but exactly. Though. But but like exactly. but like Jays and all that. They've I mean they've they've always gone around that yeah. price, right? Like the, the well, more if you get, like classic. Yeah, if you, you, if you know. don't. But even like the the new ones, they'll come out. They're two two hundred, like and then they'll resell yeah. for whatever five to a thousand or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I'm a guy that wears my shoes. I'm you know I don't. My son, he they're in his hands more than they are in his feet. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I guess if, I'm not a sneakerhead. I've never been a sneakerhead. I've. Uh, yeah, very seldom have I ever stood in line and tried to go buy a pair of sneakers. But I just you know I don't. I, I I understand the mindset behind it, but I won't lose any sleep if my shoes get a crease on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I have a pair of uh, Jordan 1s, low tops, mm-hmm. and my mm. kids get on to me all the time because they have a crease. I'm like, bro, I wear my shoes. Yeah. You know, it's just like if, you know, I'm not going to go buy another pair of shoes because it has a crease in the Yeah, but box. you got like, you got like a classic. That's like if you had... Like a classic muscle car and had a scratch on it. And they're like, Dad, stop scratching your car. It's a nice yeah. car, you know. And you're like, Well, I drive my car. It's different when you get. Well, it depends if it's a driver or if it's a show. Yeah. yeah. My, all my stuff is drivers. All of yours, mm-hmm. You just balling so much. Like, <laughs> your, your trash car is an old. But the thing about my, even my, my Jays that I bought, I bought them like at uh, Ross or something. They were on the shelf and they and they were for like $19.99. Nobody even knew what they were. So I just like scooped them suckers up. And, a mistake. Yeah. I'm watching that um, that Beatles documentary that, that Peter Jackson did on mm-hmm. uh, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Get back. Yeah, and, and it it it's uh, it chronicles that whole that whole time uh, leading up to the rooftop performance. Uh-huh. That classic, and I think that was nineteen sixty nine. Um, yeah, nineteen sixty nine. And um, one of the YouTube uh, commentators that I like to watch or whatever, he was talking about how um, that 
if you notice all the instruments that they're using and all that, they're just tools in these guys' hands. Because in, yeah. in 1969, I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. like vintage classic year now where those guitars, you know, you, you try to go buy a guitar like that, you're 20 grand just yeah. because you're buying vintage. To them, it's just really interesting because vintage wasn't a thing for them yeah. when it came to these things. Now they're super highly sought after, but to them, it was just a guitar off the shelf. You know, was, uh, you know what they're also responsible for? Um PA systems. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They're responsible for PA systems because so much of a crowd came that the basic systems that they were playing on, everybody was playing on back then, would not get over the crowd noise from like mm-hmm. all the girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they for had them to, just screaming for them just screaming because of who they were. So they had to come out with PA systems, and that's kind of like where these big PA systems started mm-hmm. was because of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, what about you? What what would you write the check for? Today, um, if I was getting more useful stuff, there's this drum machine that I want. It's like a few hundred bucks. Um, it's got some more features that I think would be better for me. But if I was just like getting anything, uh, I'd probably get I'd probably get me a truck. I don't have sure. a truck. Mm. And my cars are getting old. Yeah. Well, well, how about something a little more useless? Because all that has utility for you. Well, it would be, depending on the truck, it might be slightly useless. It would be a little bit more show, but it would definitely have to be more work. A, I like a Tesla old, truck. Yeah, te- dude, I would totally get a Tesla truck. Me too. Truck. They're ugly. Give me the cyber truck. I'm right. Heck yeah. I, I even have the downloaded the app for the Tesla because I'm like that close. To I'll do one. it, man. I'm not a, oh, not a truck. Do it. My my uncle truck. got one. The uh, the 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 one for the. I actually called him because mm-hmm. um, I want to get some information about it. So we mm-hmm. talked to him, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. So we'll see. yeah, most of my stuff is just like music gear, more studio stuff. Um, but kind of like you said, like I can already do whatever I need to do now. Mm-hmm. Get some better microphones, you know. But yeah, I like old like '90s Chevys. Or even or Fords, I don't really care. I don't pick a team, man. How old? Like nineties. Oh, I'm sorry, you said nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not, not like, not like the twenties Fords. Yeah, or I was thinking like about. I mean, that'd almost, be cool too. But I almost bought a ninety Chevy because um, those are coming back in. So guys my age are starting to buy mm-hmm. those trucks now because that's what we had when we were, you know, in high school. They're, they look super cool and they're super durable. Yeah, you know, just. Tweak up the engine stuff that's kind of gone over 30 years now. Yeah, they they, they set. You know, they're building like these drop in engines, crate engines mm-hmm. for them now. They can just bolt in and, and go yeah. and get 400 horsepower out of them. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear a teenager's response to that. What, you know, what do you want? And then they'll probably go on and on. So, if you could write the check for your wife, what would you buy her? I know, I can do it. Go. Um, I'd get her. I'd, I don't know exactly how I would do it, but I'd come up with some kind of legit studio space for her so she could do all her ceramic stuff. Like, again, she can kind of do it now, but she doesn't have a kiln, so that's like a big investment, a couple grand or so, and then you got to, like, rewire the electricity to get the right power to it. It's like a big investment. So I would make all that happen. That'd be cool. Yeah. I would buy her probably another wedding ring because she's got the, the classic gold gold probably go white gold the she got a carrot diamond now mm-hmm. so maybe carrot now two carrots yeah they'll do a, a trip to hawaii yeah mm. but for like two weeks yeah yeah 
You did it right. That way you can go with her and you get the gift too. <laughs> I didn't think it through. I was uh, being a little too selfish. Hello, huh? Yeah, we will, we want to go to France, so that might be something. But right now, France is super unstable. With oh, yeah. the and they hate Americans. They hate Americans, but Sanders speaks French, so they don't mind Americans that can speak their language oh. because you're... You try. We. Oui. No? Yeah. We, oui, we. Oui. We got to go. Me and Tara got to go to California, and we don't got to, but there's this big festival, the big clay festival in uh, California in March that we're planning on going to, but, you know, California is the worst. Yeah. So, we're, how, at, we're at California. I don't remember. I want to say it's. Better hope it's North California. North California, like uh, uh, San Diego and all that, it's actually pretty. Man, I can't Republican. remember. It's either right. It's either close to Sacramento or San Diego, but I don't remember. Which is north, right? Are they both up in that area? Yeah, don't like outside San Francisco, all that area right there is super bad. They said that like you just drive down the street in San Francisco, like bums throws like a sack of poop at your car. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not too far outside of one of the major cities, but I can't remember which one it is. It's not L.A. If you stay out of L.A., San Francisco, you'll be probably be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is like, can I even just? Am I even going to be able to go out to eat, get there, and like that kind of stuff? I don't know. Like, not, uh, not if you're not um, vaccinated, vaccinated you, and like, you need proof. <clears throat> you need to carry it with you. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, you have to have, and you, y'all might even check on it. You might even be able to go to the in the show without being. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like an outdoor festival thing. Whole, but, yeah, you, you can't even go to the beach. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Without being vaccinated, like you're going to give it to the fish or something. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be in March, so it's still a few months away, but still, it's just yeah. like... So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Favorite holiday drink? Mm, I mean, probably hot chocolate, if that counts. It's tough to beat hot chocolate. Uh, um, may, well, coffee is always going to be number one for me, but during the holiday season, I like it with uh, the peppermint creamer. Mm. Okay. There you go. I get it. My grandmother always made the punch with the sherbet ice cream floating around in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking it's about? Very white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was always something <laughs> I looked My junior to. high made that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always look forward to that. Uh-uh. But yeah. My sister talk. makes wassail. Every uh, the last few years, what is that? Here we go, a wassailing. It's the drink they're talking about in that song. It's like awesome. an apple cider kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah, she's made it the last few years. Shout uh, out to Ray. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure if she's listening to this, the whole time you are talking about drink, she's like, James has got to say wassail. <laughs> so yeah, that I is. Was, uh, yeah, I'm in your head again, Rayanne. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> that is uh, the first time I've ever heard wassail. Yeah, yeah I've never heard. Uh, you never heard that song? No. Nope. Like an old Christmas carol. Yeah. Here we go, a wassailing. I don't remember the word. And we into oil. No. Uh, happy oh, new, it's happy in that new year uh, and a, yeah, good tidings we bring. I'm missing it up, but that's the melody. Yeah, I've never heard wassailing. The verse is here we go a wassailing. <laughs> I guess we don't sing the verse, right? <laughs> yeah. No. And good tidings and comfort yeah. and joy. Yeah. Yeah. So the wassail thing was apparently when people would actually carol around, you would invite them in and get wassail or something like that. Interesting. I probably messed up. I don't want to get wassailed for whatever reason. It just doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it, it tastes pretty good, man. It's have, nice. Have it's you ever nice been much of a uh, of a nogger? No. You nog, bro? No, I don't know. <laughs> you nog, bro? 
It's not uh, not too much of a nugger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David's face right now. Uh, okay, oh, let's talk about traditions. Okay. Do you have any traditions? And if you do, what is the tradition that you will pass down to your kid? I got, I got one for you real quick. Noggin. <laughs> <laughs> You ever you ever hide the pickle? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm tough. I'm not that old. Hide the pickle? What are you guys? Okay, you've never heard of that before. I, I don't know. It's a tradition apparently where somebody has like they they it's like a little ornament or something like that. Oh no, I don't do that. Yeah, it's in the shape. It's a little ornament pickle and you hide it and whoever finds it gets like a, 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 a something extra in their stocking <laughs> oh man I've never hit no, the pickle no. <laughs> I'm just a good boy all year and I just... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stop I'm gonna leave this one alone nah let's go deal it out Oh, <laughs> oh man, that was that was good. I didn't even know which button was most appropriate. Was, <laughs> there wasn't one. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listeners, uh, if you hide the pickle, let us know. Put it down in the comments about uh, pickle hiding. Tr- it's traditionally German. See, look, see that? Okay, it sounds German. Yeah. Mm. My uh, my uh, grandpa on my mom's side. He would always, instead of saying "say cheese" for pic for pictures, he would always say, <laughs> say "pickles." Well, he would always say, uh, "say fuzzy pickles," and we would yeah, we'd all say it. Fuzzy that pickles, kind of, but be, we would all be kind of like, uh, "That's uncomfortable to say." Let's see, right. Let's see that. Look, the legend of the pickle. Ready? It says, "Start this tradition in your home." Legend says that the pickle, a symbol of good luck, was the last ornament placed on the tree. The first child to find the pickle on Christmas morning was rewarded with an extra gift left by Saint Nicholas. This tradition encourages children to appreciate all the beautiful ornaments on the tree rather than rushing to see what Santa has left them. Mm. You want to teach? You know what? I'm gonna leave it there. This sounds like some just evil trick about some mom that just wanted the their kids. Yeah, to, underappreciated. Yeah. It's like I spent all day decorating this tree. No, let's go ahead and get these things unwrapped and get to breakfast. Yeah. It says that I'm talking about. parents are to hide the ornament deep into the tree branches. Okay, so the traditions. What are some traditions that you would pass on to your kids? So you're going to keep hiding the pickle? Hiding the pickle. All right, there you go. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> oh, you refuge podcasters, I'm really trying to move on here. <laughs> you should see the struggle in his face. <laughs> I'm just trying to bait him into saying something. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm not saying anything else. I'm, I'm, this is the more mature Pastor David. Yeah. Hide so, the pickle. So, so hide the pickle. No, we're not hiding um, nothing. <laughs> my fa- I'm trying to think. There's about enough trees in here yeah. to hide the pickle. So, what tradition would, are you going to pass down to your son or and daughter, future daughter coming? Oh, yeah, that's right. we, we, I didn't come from a family that has deep traditions for holidays, so it it I I don't have any, but. Um, but my wife's side, um, whenever we like decorate the uh, the tree, we always have to have like uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas, uh, the new one, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. That one's playing um, during the tree while we okay. decorate around we the house. Need, like five movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, y'all got, like, got a lot of trees around here. That's how long it would take five movies. Um, well, you know, we got we do that. Um, man, what else? Uh, we have to watch White Christmas at least ten times in those in the season. Um, I'm not kidding at all. We've already seen it probably about four times. Uh, um. I don't know. I I think that's kind of it. So, is there something out there that you was like you could? Can you see that what's starting, and you definitely want to make that a, a tradition? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Because and I think a lot of that has to do with the way that that you know we were raised in my house growing up. Um, we we never really revolved around one day one event if there was ever any family things we can do it anytime right. if there was uh ever any it, it was never so much one thing is special it's just like yeah let's do it all the time so that's just kind of how i was raised but that's I, not mexican life they just they don't need <laughs> no reason to party Mm-mm, none at all yeah what about you james we don't have like uh Things like hide the pickle as traditions. Ours are like, uh, <laughs> ours are just like. But we're gonna start. Ours are just like. Well, we usually have Christmas stuff at my aunt's house, so like we usually go there. And like for Thanksgiving, we almost always go to my other aunt and uncle's house. Uh, it's just like stuff like that. Like the way we open presents. I don't know. We don't. We don't really have big. We don't like watch us movie together or. I guess Rayanne's made that wassail the last few years. That's kind of like tradition now. So we have some traditions for Thanksgiving. So we, of course, we get together and we eat, and then we talk about you know what we're thankful for uh, from that year, and then we make lists for everybody because then we draw names for th- at Thanksgiving for Christmas, mm-hmm. right? And then everybody looks through the sales ads, and and then they make their list. All the kids make their list, and then we pass those around. Um, that's always fun. It's always fun to see the kids, you know, mm-hmm. make their little Santa Claus list. Um, Noah's been talking to uh, the elf on the shelf the last couple of days and making sure he's getting his stuff locked in for Santa, you know. When uh, did that start? Because that I, wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Bro, I, I'm so tired of the elf on the shelf. I, I don't, think, I don't think I'll ever say. do it because it's just that you got to get too start. creative. And then you're like, you're laying in the bed at like 2 o'clock in the morning, you open your eyes, you're like, oh. Crap! Forgot to move yeah. the elf. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I think my wife told me that that she was the girl in 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 uh, school that told everybody that Santa Claus didn't exist. Yeah. So Dang. yeah, we ain't doing no elf on the show. Uh, it it wow, started. Marina. It started with uh, <laughs> wow when Luke was Noah's age. That's when it started. That's when we got ours, and we wasn't going to do it either. Uh, but our next door neighbor at our old house, she, they bought. Luke won for Christmas, mm. and I was just like, "That's oh. the problem." Yeah. So, but ours don't get like real creative. Like you see, some of them they're doing like s- yeah. snow angels uh-huh. and the sugar and all that stuff. No. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was a, that up. was a tradition that yeah. just kind of like phased away. One of the very few that we had was kind of whenever we meet together as a family. Now my my mom's side of the family is gigantic, and like all the cousins have their kids now too. So there, I don't remember when it was, but there was this one there was this one year where everybody was just like, "Yeah, it's out of hand already." Because whenever you buy, you have to buy Christmas presents. You you know you you're you're spending mm-hmm. a couple grand in just things for other yeah. people and and, and and 
for the whole family and everybody's dropping you know yeah. some serious cash so we just we did, over the years we were just like yeah just the small kids just the little ones yeah that's what we do we draw names for the adults so you're buying one fifty dollar gift for the adults and then um, our family's thirty dollars man really well it's a whole bunch of y'all yeah see this last Thanksgiving they but said it's still something only about, one gift though you only have to buy one gift they said uh, who's this thirty oh, to thirty five dollars I said. It's a, there's a $5 range. I said, what if it's $27? What if it's $38? Can we not get it now? 30 to 35 <laughs> They do that 5 on there for some tax. Yeah, just... Like, yeah. whenever people do the white elephant, you know for a fact it's like a $15 minimum, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know for a fact that was a $5 stock. Yeah. 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 You saw and that you know the that they got it last year as some other white elephant <laughs> gift thing. Holding on to it. So, y'all like white elephant, the white elephant game? It's fine with me. We did that last year, and I think we're doing it again this year. It's only fun if there's some good gifts and there's that there's a couple gifts that are like mm-hmm. gag gifts. Right? I, like to see, I like to see some sore losers. Yeah. I think that's what makes the game really fun. But if there's no really good ones, there's nothing really to trade for, right? So you need to make sure there's a like, good mix of gag Dude, and good. Dude, last year we did it, and it was supposed to be like 30 40 bucks, something like that. And uh, a couple of the people went and spent like 100 150 more. On a white elephant gift? Yeah. But Sweet. Wh- why? Who got it? I don't know. That would, um, that would be mean, though. Gama went and bought like this fancy toolbox. Um, it was definitely not thirty bucks. Yeah, but he, he was, probably got a really good deal on it through his company. He probably did. That's true. Yeah. But still, for sure, more than thirty bucks. I don't uh, know. Or, or maybe he, he got it for free. Oh for, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He might have got it for free. Yeah. Like one of his vendors might have gave it to him. He was very proud of that gift. It yeah. was a nice toolbox. I don't remember who ended up with it though. So who's the spender during Christmas? Oh, I am for sure. Yeah, me too. Oh, not me. I've been really <laughs> blessed. <laughs> we did. We we could have guessed that. <laughs> I'm just not a spender in general. Uh, we've been really blessed this Christmas. Like, you know, this is pool season. You know, this is not really the pool season. Mm-hmm. You know, but we've just been just inundated with mm-hmm. with jobs and stuff. So, um, I just been spending money and Sandra's just like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. But I'm just not into. Uh, not in is not the right way to say it. I don't show my appreciation through gifts very much. Mine is more like. Time spent, I'll do that extra work for you or whatever. That's like yeah. how I show my appreciation for you. So straight when it up comes, love language stuff. Yeah, but like Tara's, she loves giving gifts. That's yeah. what she's. I like giving gifts. She too. loves that because I mean, my boys at this age, the older ones, they're like they got their own lives, and you know, we see each other at one or two times a month. Uh, Adam, he's right around the corner, so we normally see him a little bit more. Um, but especially those three. Because they even say, you know, like, knowing them and Luke, they get Christmas, mm-hmm. you know. If they got a 100 bucks between them back in the day, you know, it's like yeah. it was a big deal for them to split a 100 bucks between the three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, now these, you know, these kids get $500 spent each on Well, inflation. Man. It, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Santa Claus brings those op- optimists or whatever them things are, those <laughs> The optimist? Ver- what is it called? Yeah, hidden pickles. <laughs> no, 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 we're not hiding anything. <laughs> Those VR things. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. So I like hooking them up now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I slide yeah. them a little extra yeah, and, and, you know, and if you can, why not? Yeah. You know, it's uh, I, 
that's kind of the goal always, right, for every parent to try to provide a, a better life than they had uh, to their kids. So you know, a lot of people will probably be like, you know, they find fault with that. But, yeah, I asked a question in Sunday school, um, said, how do you go about determining what gifts to be given? And we got a lot of great suggestions and they're things that people do one of them said that they give uh you know three gifts one that they uh one that they want one that they need and one that they can read and i thought that was pretty cool yeah i've heard a lot of people talking about reading 20 books in in um in 2022 i thought that'd be interesting why not read 22 books <clears throat> 22 i guess 20 2020 i think it'd be a uh, really good uh thing to try but 20 books is a lot i'd fail Depends on the two, books, man. Two months. Well, I mean, you read like a Dr. Seuss. Yeah, but quick, I think it's man. more than you. Just you can get a lot like, of good out of Dr. Seuss, man. I mean, yeah, if you really, really he was a real doctor. Says. He was a real doctor. <laughs> Worst present ever. Worst present ever. I got a. Um, so I have this aunt. Um, this aunt Lou, and I would see her like once a year, and she would just swing by the house and drop off Christmas gifts. Back when I was younger, and that was like the only time I'd ever see her. So I didn't really know her. She might as well have been a stranger. <laughs> and uh, so this stranger would get you gifts, which I mean was nice, but like, again, we don't know her. So she didn't know what to get us. Well, it's but, like Santa Claus. You don't know yeah. her. <laughs> so it was like, it was like year? if Santa Claus was a real person and got you a gift. Wait. No. Uh, so she would, sometimes they'd be a cool gift. And that like one year, I think I was like 13, and she got me like some little girl's. Dora the Explorer toy. <laughs> like, even if I was a girl, it still would have been, like, too young of a toy. Like, it didn't make sense. Sure and, wasn't for your sister? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was just, like, what? what is this? And then another year, she gave one to everybody. She just forgot me. So I just didn't get one wow. from her. But again, it didn't matter. Like, she was giving out, like, weird gifts. But sometimes they were cool. Um, so whatever she got all that. You know that uh, that palette from Amazon yeah. that you just buy back yeah. for all the returns. I mean, it's really nice. It, like every year, she would drop something off, you know. But yeah, wow. I, some of my worst gifts were definitely from Aunt Lou. Well, yeah. I don't know if you can classify this as a gift, but definitely worst Christmas thing around a place where gifts were given was. Uh, Taking my ex girlfriend to a family get together. Yeah, if, if was she your ex at the time? No, 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 <laughs> no. that would be no. the worst gift. Marina's like, what's she doing here? Oh, no, and and at that time, uh, I didn't understand why my family was looking at me all cross eyed. Like, why'd you bring your girlfriend to a family get together like this? Like, this is like the family <laughs> get together. So when when is it proper? You to gotta bring be dating her? for a while. But, but even at that, I mean, it's still kind of, I don't know, it depends. It's I don't know. I mean, if, I, if I brought that crazy girl I dated for a while to Easter once, but that's because she couldn't go to her family. Didn't you only date her for like three weeks? It, no, it was like a few months, but Easter happened to be in there. And for some reason, her family wouldn't let her go to Easter. Her family hated her, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They wouldn't let her, they were having Easter? Yeah, and they were, they just didn't tell her, they didn't want her to go. They Your family? Her, no, her family. No. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So I was like, well, my family's having Easter if you want to come. That's when you got to really like start to think about like if her family don't want her, do I? Yeah. You know Look, what I'm we saying? didn't date that long. It was a few months. Yeah. It's not like I dated her for years. I, I never thought like that when I was younger. And that, that never crossed my mind. No, probably mine either. My, my, had, my mind was on other things. <laughs> um, like, I, uh, 
Caesar's making hand I, gestures. I just y'all. forgot about Use what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That's a great question. Is it, when when is it appropriate to take a, a girlfriend to uh, to a family get together? If you're married, never. <laughs> <laughs> so my son, my. My youngest of the the older ones just started bringing his girlfriend around. They've been dating, um, maybe going on two years now. Oh yeah, they but is be. it awkward though? Because it, it's like you want to embrace them because you know there's somebody that has the interest of your family member that you love, but you also know, hey, things happen. It might not work out. So two years you know, though, don't give her too much love, but be welcoming, but not. You know, yeah, we're a pretty loving family. So if you bring somebody over, we're going to love on them. Um, I think it's just like that natural, you know, for my for my dad. That's how he's always been, you know, bringing the, you know, the guys that needed a place to stay. And we would just love on people. Um, I think it depends but, on how the person acts that but, you're bringing. But your family has a way of letting you know, even if they're nice, right? Like, oh, yeah. like, like my ex... Oh yeah, my family didn't like her at all. My sister is the like the judge in the room with my boys. So my sister has <laughs> ran off more than one girlfriend uh, just because she knew that that wasn't like mm-hmm. nah, mm-mm. you ain't good enough, you ain't pretty enough, that. you ain't smart enough, <laughs> and she would run them off. Um, you ask Adam; he she ran some of his <laughs> Josh too. Uh, this she seems like a really good girl. And he finally started bringing her around. So I think it's like it's getting close where he's going to be asking her to marry him. But I don't know. We'll see. Dude, he should do it before the holidays. I don't know if they're that. that Two serious. years, dude. How long have they been? What are they waiting for? And how old know. is he, though? He's younger than James. Yeah. 20, yeah too but I'm 27. Four. Yeah. That's when I got married. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but you're you're different, man. You're not your typical. You have always been a much mature That's right. twenty-four. I like this segment of the podcast. You like yeah. the, You've always been like a ninety-six-year-old man. That's you know? true. Yeah, you've always All had like the, a forty-year-old beard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can judge a man by the quality of his by beard. the quality of his beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, dude, the way I've always shout seen, out to Emily, like dating link time is I've always said. Once you've been dating for a year, I'm not saying you got to like break up or get engaged, but if you've been with somebody for a year, you should probably know which direction it's headed. I agree. You know what I mean? Like either it's like time to start at least talk about it, set a date. Yeah, start figuring stuff out or or know like, hey, we've been arguing for six months of this year. This probably isn't going to work long term. And, you know, maybe one of you is in school and you want to finish school before you get married or, you know, whatever, like. But you should kind of know which way yeah, it's but, going. But those are those. That, that's uh, I, I think those people are very, very few and far between because young adults ain't, are are not thinking about getting married. It's different if you're like seventeen. I've been dating you for a year in high school. Like that's different. But I don't know, man. I just think you should. You could should if you're paying any attention. You should know which direction it's headed. Well, like I told him, he said this is the first good girl that he's dated. Yeah, he's know? been with her for two years. I remember he called me one time. Yo. And he said, hey. he had This is Josh, his... right? No, this is Kelby. Oh, Kelby, come on. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> he got he some blood work done, and, and the uh, doctor called him back. He said, hey, man, I need you to come back in. And Kelby got all concerned. I'm like, bro, where you been? <laughs> he goes, Dad, I don't know. You ain't been dating some good girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he had like high cholesterol or something. He was just like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she seems like a really sweet girl. She's got her head on her shoulders, going to school. Kelby, start doesn't. planning it out, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. But Kelby's just one of those guys that's just like, whatever. Dude, you know, whatever. it's the best Kelby. Come on, that's do it. When you marry the right one, it is but the best. But he's kind of cheating, too, because he's living with her. So uh, Just mm-hmm. do it already. What well, are you, you're yeah, already I mean, doing yeah, it. That's... that's so, Good lord, come on, Kelby. Yeah, come on, Kelby. Come on, I, I don't know, Kelby, segment, but come on, Kelby. He's been really, come on, she's Kelby. Been, good, been good with her, uh, for him because uh, he worked with me before and he was still like staying out late and trying to go to you mm-hmm. know work the next day. Now he actually goes to bed by midnight after he plays his few video games. And so, hey, yeah, get yeah. that ring, dude. Put a ring on it. Get it. Put you know, a ring I know on. we're kind of approaching time pretty oh, soon, man, but uh, been going, huh? yeah, we've been going. But you know, one of the things that I brought up this, uh, I, I taught the last two uh, Sunday schools. There's a little series on Advent. Yeah. You know, and uh, I got that uh, Pringles Advent calendar. Yeah. Yeah, pretty dope. Got one of those and a Reese's one. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Advent, right? Was it's it, it's about it's about remembering, uh, celebrating the birth right but then also the second coming right and how uh i love this one little line that uh out of some research i pulled out was talking about how uh, the chaos from orchestrating christmas like how it can really get you unsettled and it's supposed to be a time that is really defined by you know the prince of peace that came right to get to give good gifts unto men but we make it into something completely different and, and it doesn't have to be evil right it's just you know the 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 struggle of organizing christmas the hustle and the bustle yeah. yeah who are we gonna spend time with i gotta go to this family's house for this you know who we're we gonna spend, uh, or how are we gonna spend our finances on on these people and these people and these people? How much is too much? What do you want for Christmas? Well, I don't know. You know, and and it just can really take the peace out of your home and out of your head. And uh, whenever we look at Advent, which was uh, just a fun fact, it uh, it started in the fourth century, right? And it's not a uh, sacrament. It's not a Christian sacrament. Um, but it's a tradition. It's a tradition that uh, goes across multi-denominations, right? Multi-denominational tradition that Christians hold. And, uh, and yeah, it's a time where we focus in. Every week has a different theme, like hope and love and peace and joy um, and, and things to really focus in on. So maybe it's just these last few minutes. Uh, how do you uh, and how... Now, but also in the years, how have you managed to just kind of keep the spirit of Christmas alive in the house and not let the, you know, the hallmarkiness of it all just kind of take over? Uh, at, at times, not very good. You know, at, at times, it's been very stressful, um, especially early on when you're trying to do a lot, you don't have a lot. Um, but I think Luke, mm, five years ago, helped us re- recenter and refocus things uh, because he said that uh, we all do our thing on uh, Christmas Eve. Her her family comes, my family, we just do one big thing. And he said that he thinks that we should read the Christmas story out of the Bible. Uh, and I was just like, wow, you know. Uh, so since we've been, that's one of the traditions that we've been doing, you know. So that's really helped us take that 
you know, just three or four minutes and let, you know, Luke read it for a few years. And then I think Sandra reads it, reads it now, but, uh, just time to take that time to refocus, um, before we start unwrapping and just really think about what's the real reason for the season. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other thing is, is we enjoy Christmas around here. If you haven't noticed, Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it's it's time for us to you know teach our kids, and it's not about that. And it's hard when you buy your kids all these all the stuff that they ever wanted, but then say it's not about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those tough things that you try to balance. But uh, I think that we do a pretty good job doing that throughout the year, and then when it come it builds up to Christmas. Um, we can start focusing in on a little bit of those things, and, and like like I said, read the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. So, and James, how do you how do you and Tara, uh, you know, keep the reason of the season? Did we still have like no traditions between the two of us? Because it's only been a few years. Yeah, this yeah three years we've been married. So. And both of y'all are hustlers. I mean, y'all been working so hard. Yeah, toward... so we're not like we don't have any decorations or and anything no kids yet. and stuff. So a lot of that stuff really starts setting yeah. in when you get kids. I mean, we just kind of go to each other's families stuff. So whatever, if we're at her family event, whatever they're doing, we're doing. If we're at mine, and whenever all my families are, when our families are together doing whatever, you know, open gifts or whatever, they don't really. I mean, aside from like praying for the food or. Praying for something, you know, they'll do a prayer or something, but they don't really do that much. Mm. That's yeah, that's the answer. Sorry, <laughs> they yeah. don't do that much. It's just kind of we get together, we eat food, open some gifts, you know. But we're all like, like on my family, you know, we're all at church all the time doing that stuff, like the whole month. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's probably got something to do with it. But right, I think pastor pastor said something um, the other days. Is like people complained, why you got to get so religious. At Christmas time, you know, yeah. and not knowing mm-hmm. that it came from a religious thing. Yeah. So just in that kind of that little area right there, when do you think that it's a good time to tell your kid that, you know, it's not Santa Claus, you know, it's your parents and this is really we need to focus on Jesus before they get too old. I don't know if I'm even ever going to tell my kid about Santa Claus. He's going to find out about it. it. That's not what I meant. I meant, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do the Santa thing. Like, I think we might, might, I mean, I don't know, Tara, I'm sure, is on the other side of the fence with this, but I'm down to just be like, hey, there's no Santa Claus ever. No Easter Bunny, no. You know, other kids (laughs) are going to think that, and you know, go through the whole thing, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really see the need for Santa for, Claus. for us that we've we're, we've navigated those waters recently with our son. He's three. Um, we never intentionally set out to be like, "Hey, look, there's Santa." It's just kind of I don't know, almost like osmosis. You know that it's culture. It's culture, yeah. and, and 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 now we, you know, he's he goes and gets his picture with Santa, but but he doesn't he doesn't view Santa as like a gift giver necessarily like he knows it's like who gives him gifts he's like grandma grandpa (laughs) you know that's uh but it's not like this uh this point of worship or we idolize it but but i i wasn't intentional about it but he like he just knows about santa yeah Yeah. well we think this is gonna be the last year for noah third grade he's going into fourth grade Mm -hmm. it's kind of really started to wing him off some of the baby stuff. 
you know. And I think third grade's when I found out. Yeah, so fourth grade, I mean, you're almost going to get ready to, you're going to be the big dog on campus here in a couple of years, so it's maybe it's time to let go of some of the milk and start feeding some some solid foods. I didn't come from a religious home, so but I, I we didn't believe in Santa. I always knew it was mom and dad all the time. Yeah. Plus, I want the credit. Yeah, you yeah, work hard for it. I work hard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, what about you on that? On trying to keep the the, the center focus for? Um. Really, I think these last these last uh, what is it, it's eight years now that I've been at Elam. Um. Really being intentional about uh, uh, Christmas Eve service. Yeah. That's kind of been a big thing for us. Like uh, this year, my family, they, they decided to do their family get together on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, and that was an easy no for me. It's like, just no, <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. I would love to be there. Uh, really, I do. And uh, it's kind of like a conflict within. But at the end of the day, I, I know where, where I need to be. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, that's really become something that's very important to to us. And then, um, and then yeah, so, you know, we, we kind of keep it there. But, I mean, we're talking about Jesus every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. that's us. Like, huh? we really try to be intentional about teaching our kids and, and walking their life out. Uh, but I, I, I enjoy the uh, Christmas Eve. For us, we, we have a big family on Christmas Eve. You know, they all come to our house. So it, it, it's a little bit, we, we want to be there, so we go. But it's one of those things, like, Pastor does a real good job keeping it to an hour. An hour, yeah. And we split out of there, come straight home, and then as we're pulling up, everybody else is too, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those things that um, if, if your kids getting Santa and God and all that stuff mixed up, then you're not doing something on the daily, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah. when is when is it when is a good time to uh, uh, have your son like really read the Bible? Probably whenever he can read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, you know, do you spend time like? Because you know, when your when your kids a kid, when they're little, you spend a lot of time reading them like uh, the Doctor Seuss book or whatever. Um, when, when is it that you just like okay, we're gonna read the Christmas story? Now what we've what we find ourselves doing is we just kind of summarize the stories and and put it in kind of a applicable kind of situations to what is in his context, you know, like, yeah. you know, and, and just kind of those little memory verses kind of things, or, uh, you know, he's really good about, about remembering things like God doesn't give us. And then he goes fear, you know, that's that kind good, of stuff. stuff. So, and, um, but, but just kind of making it relevant to him, just kind of, I, I really probably am a lot, a lot more relaxed than I think p- people would normally think that a pastor would be. Right. I, cause, because I, I just, I, I know that my influence is is a heavy influence on him for him to believe, but I also understand that no amount of work that I do will give him the faith necessary to believe. Uh, He has to see the example in my life, but it is the Holy Spirit that brings people to a revealed Jesus and where that Jesus is Savior. I, I, I believe kids can learn that. You know, like They'll come to that. A kid can get saved. I really do believe that. But, you know, it, it, I'm not going to push him toward it. I, I don't want my son to be a Christian because dad's a Christian. Or push him towards it, which pushes him away from like, it. Exactly. Because especially, you know, in, uh, with my wife, she's, she's a PK. And we've seen 
all how all that can roll out and all the uh, generalizations that come with PKs because there's some fact and there's some truth in it. Uh, it, it you know, it, it's a, it's a sad truth, but I just don't want to force my son to. You know, you have to believe in God because dad believes in God. And well, that wasn't, that's not how it works. Right. Well, force them to do anything. That's, I yeah. think that's important. You know, if it's religion or baseball or yeah. whatever it may be, playing the drums or, or any any of those things. Right. What I, what I want to do is give him such a reality in the life that my, that his mom and I live that, He's going to see it's a good thing to help people. It's a good thing to give of yourself. It's a good thing to uh, not always be so me-centered and really help out where you can and, uh, you know, be the one. Uh, it's important for me to allow my son to see me serve other yes. people yes. and always kind of bending over backwards sometimes. And uh, I just hope that it, he doesn't grow up to resent resent it, you know. And it's a, it's one of those things that you have to be intentional with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, one of the teaching things that we have around here that we, that all of our kids we use as a teaching tool is, you know, the manger scene in the house. You know, we we have a manger scene, and then we have Santa Claus that actually kneeling, just like one of the kings, you know, and that just kind of represents who we are. Yes, there's you know a Santa Claus when you're little, but even Santa, he's going to put a knee down to the king, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, so. It's kind of something that we do uh, and run through the story of, you know, who's this guy? Who's this guy? You know, as a little kid, they always want to know who all the kings are. And um, Some people do the, the little missing baby and they put the baby in there. Do y'all do that thing? No, we don't need the babies no. always in there. Too busy looking for the pickle. <laughs> when the baby's born, Jesus just shows up one day. Uh, anyways, well, happy Mary. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, happy Merry Christmas. Happy, Merry, happy Merry Christmas. Enjoy hiding the pickle out there. And, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon if we don't get canceled on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Pickle out. <laughs>